What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Duke is full-blown AIDS. Always lock up your bull cum. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for being part of the program. As always, I mention here to go on Facebook, like our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Check us out there. Also, um, that, that's sort of the repository for every for everybody to interact. That's the place. Um, and then also, um, go on to help us out, go on iTunes, like our page or um, subscribe to the show on iTunes, rate the show that helps. I mean, it's, you know, you don't think it does, but it does, um, leave a rating, click five stars, do all that. Um, joining me now as always is co-host of the program, Hoboken's finest sandwich, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm good, and I've got two things on my mind lately. Uh-oh, uh-oh, hit, hit it. True Detective and Mad Max. I, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just yeah. so, when I see either preview, I'm amped. Um, Totally. Like, I'm that, Mad, that Max, Mad Max. First of all, awesome. It looks so awesome, and it's the same guy that made Mad Max, because usually these remakes are so fucking disappointing. Right. But it's the same guy that made the original Mad Max, but it's like he's making Mad Max with a budget. Also, like Tom Hardy, my lady, my special lady is like that. She's like really into that guy, Tom Hardy. And I got to be honest, like I I get it. Yeah. Like he's, he's He's, got a lot of charisma, a lot of presence. He's he's like legit things. Like he's, he can act on top of him just being dreamy. Like, he was cool he as act. Bane was like totally different from way the way he was in Inception. Like he's he does different things. Totally. What's that? Uh, what's that movie he did with Gandolfini? Gandolfini's like the drop. Yes. Uh-oh. Go recommendation, Brian. Recommendation. Go see. Go um, rent. Do people go rent? Like <laughs> go on your fucking yeah, computer going, and find. I don't think we have a good crossover with Redbox users. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, find the drop if you haven't seen it with Tom Hardy and James Gandolfini. Uh, that is a really good movie. Yeah, I'm super pumped. There's, a, you know, it's you, you know what I just saw a preview for that I that it it when I heard that they were making this movie, I could only picture them doing it badly. But I just saw the trailer, and it based on the trailer alone. This movie looks fucking good, and I'm talking about straight out of Compton, oh, the NWA it, biopic. Yeah, it looked really good. It looks really good. I, I also Ice thought I was like, son. this is going to be a hacky thing, but it looked, it looked pretty cool. To- 
Totally. I thought the same. Ice Cube's son plays Ice Cube, and he fucking looks and sounds exactly like him. It's uncanny. O'Shea Jackson, is he junior? Is that what he is? O'Shea Jackson Jr., I believe, yeah. Um, uh, Mad Men, we'll talk more about Mad Men when Kate comes on later, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to give you a little preview. I'm a little, it's a little slow for me. Yeah. Wow. Like, I'm not, I feel like it's building to something, like, I'm, I'm way more into, like, Roger Sterling and his mustache and what he's up to. Then, then this dreary dawn while we wait for him to jump off a building. Yeah, I, I have thoughts, but if we're going to discuss later, well. yeah, let, um, let's discuss later. Uh, and we have we have voicemails, we have emails. Is there anything else you want to get to? We got a jam packed show. You, I got two things on my mind. So beyond that, I got nothing. Both. Yeah, I'm fired up. Uh, Mad Max is like next month, right? So is NWA. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know Mad Max yeah. is in May, but I, I didn't yeah. realize. NWA. Really fired up for both those, and I and I to the point where I think I'm so fired up that I I might end up being disappointed. Like they won't be able to reach my levels. Right. Um. Fancy sauce from across the table just mouth, mouthed like RoboCop, and that's pretty fucked but up. RoboCop was campy. Right. Like this. This actually looks like it could be like a quality movie, not like not in a campy way, but in like a cool action movie. Agreed. Like I still love the first Mad Max and the original Mad Max, and so I'm I'm really excited to see the new one. Okay, let's listen to some voicemails. Remember last week we had a hang up mm-hmm. voicemail from Texarkana. Mm-hmm. We've Somebody learned we've learned the identity of our hang up caller. It's Chuck in Texas, and he has called in and he has a, a, a relationship quandary that he needs our help with. Let's let's have a listen. And it's in regards to the drive-through. I heard your Friday facts with uh, Travis Rogers, and I need a little clarification as well about, about the bay to retrieve dinner since she's not cooking it. So I get a specific set of instructions, which are somewhat ridiculous. Order. Of course, it's wrong. It has either the tomatoes or the sauce is not on the side, or we don't have, you know, extra whatnot. Should I feel guilty about that? And how okay, okay, Ed. Sounds to me like Chuck. Chuck's issue is that his wife, who won't cook for him, sends him out to get takeout food with very, very specific directions. Very particular. Very particular about what she wants and how she wants it. And it sounds like he basically never does. He just doesn't. He ignores the extras that she's looking for. And there's a couple ways to look at this. I would say maybe if on the nights they weren't getting takeout, she was putting a nice hot meatloaf in the oven or really taking care of Chuck's uh, needs, mm. that he would be more apt to get her her extra sauce and shit on the sides and and whatnot. Where, where do you come come out on this, Ed? Well, some some people just don't cook. It's just not happening. Yes, which which is fine. You got to make an effort, though. I mean, you don't have to be you gotta, fucking you Emerald try, Lagasse. You got to try in some way sometimes. But even if okay, it's just not happening in that household. But 
that I I get very uncomfortable making lots of specific changes As to do I. orders. As do I. I just I don't know what it is. I'm, I just don't like it. I'm like, oh, can you do this and this and add this? Like, I'm not cool with all that. And uh, I don't know what I don't really have a, an answer except for like she should be a little less demanding. Right. And uh, but I think also you could look at it that maybe. He's intentionally screwing up right. these orders That's as right. a passive-aggressive way right. to say, "Hey, maybe make some dinner sometime." Right? It's it's symptomatic of a bigger issue, in my opinion. Right. Also, I used to I agree, and now it, it's you have to sort of get into the specific details of the particularness of the order because you know sauce on the side is if, like if it if it's hold the mushrooms or something right. like that, like one specific thing. Easy enough. But if it's like. If you just hey, you substitute this with that and add this, yeah. Then it's a can problem. you can you take this from this? Plus, they're going to screw that up every time. Can you take this from this menu item and bring it over to mm-hmm. this menu item? I used to go out with this chick that we'd get a pizza, and she'd be like, "Hey, when you go pick up the pizza, uh, or when you call in the pizza, can you fucking tell them that I want it well done?" And I would be like, "What?" I'm like, "That's not even a thing." Like I'm. Not saying that they're gonna laugh me out of the fucking pizza place, and she'd be like, "Oh no, no, no! I used to work at a pizza place. Like I know, I know. It's in high school. I worked at one. I made pizzas all the time. It's really easy. You just hold it up for a second to the fire and like get the top all crispy." And I'm like, "I'm not fucking doing that. I'm just. I thought it was embarrassing to me. I also worked at a pizza place, and you know what? Special orders got." (laughs) <laughs> got got a lot of disgruntled workers. Yes. So like it's not like you know, it'd be like, Oh, you want it well done? All right, I'm gonna leave it in for five extra minutes and so it's a burnt piece of Th- shit. There's also that, yeah, I, I believe Geraldo I believe we learned that Geraldo Rivera once ventured into that pizza place, Ed. I, yes I, he did. I, yes he did. I think we know. Okay. Hey listen, yeah. I protected his his slice. That's right. You it did. almost went very bad that, for him. That's right, you did. At the time he was probably only making like four hundred million dollars a year, so good <laughs> good for you, Ed. Uh okay. Chuck's left another message. Let's see if we can get through this whole one i can't i can't remember what he wanted here okay chuck also chuck from texarkana here we go Okay, well this 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 one hits in you and right in your right spot, Ed, because Chuck yes. is decidedly anti Doctor Drew and a, a scathing anti rightfully so, Doctor Dr. Rightfully Drew, so, Drew tirade. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not in the pro or anti Doctor Drew camp. I don't I really have a strong opinion either way. But I will say this: 
I feel he strikes me as someone that has good intentions. I don't know if he gets the if he has the right goes about it the right way. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't, feel, I don't disagree I don't, with that. Yeah, I don't feel like he's like a self promoter like Oprah. But uh, you know, it probably isn't the best idea to put people on TV yeah. to go to rehab. Yeah. My my whole thought on him is he he probably had the adequate medical training, unlike Doctor Phil, who's not really a doctor. That's exactly right. Yeah, he he is but a real Doctor Drew is a real doctor. He's a real doctor. However, by having these shows where it just becomes entertainment, yes. And it's compromised in many ways. To me, that shows that he's he's as qualified as you and I or Maury at right, that point. He right. just becomes he just becomes trying to have an entertaining show. His qualifications and go out the window. If somebody asked you or I about like, oh, I need help with drug addiction, we would not say, oh, well, why not talk about it on the air? Why not like share your feelings to the world? You need specific, you know, help on you, not you in front of a camera. Like you, you need to be training for you, right? And and like, I feel like by him doing that, that's discrediting any sort of medical training. And so you, yeah, he's a he's an attractive guy. He's, he's a, handsome, you know, aff, aff, affable guy, like glasses. all these things. But like it, he it all his credibility goes out the window when he thinks that the right way to treat people with serious problems is in front of a camera for TV ratings. Right. It's just, it's just no good. But may, it's, maybe it's he garbage. wants, maybe he wants to demonstrate what rehab is like, but when you, when you're paying people money to go to rehab, I think that you kind of lose the, the point of, you yeah. know, you're supposed to be at your it's bottom. About some, to get it's sober. about somebody not trying to get a job out of it. It's about somebody trying to get themselves well. I'm pretty sure. And as, as for people dying, like that's, that's the reality of, yeah, of that's, rehab. that's addiction. People yeah. die. Most people that go to rehab don't get sober. I think it's like eighty percent. Uh, he did get that um, that one drummer that had a stroke from Guns N' Roses that was in real bad shape. I think he's sober, and that's that's like a miracle. Is that Adler, Adler, Stephen Adler. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and to Chuck's point about Maury, yeah, hero. And he's unapologetic about yeah. who he is. It's a goddamn he just hero. Does his thing. Yeah, he's. We're doing paternity tests. That's what we do. We do one thing on this show: paternity tests. He's a fucking hero. Yeah, also, he's, the, he's the son of like one of the most revered Washington Post columnists of all time. Yeah, sports writer. Just doing, who's who's your daddy? Right, right, exactly. And he's made about um, seven hundred million dollars doing that, and he's married to Connie Chung. Yeah, I met him once. Oh, did you? He's nice a, guy. Nice fella. It was some Maryland event, and his yeah. wife was the speaker, and so he was just schmoozing and boozing. Yeah, good for him. That's great. Yeah. Okay, one more call, and this is I'm really excited about this, Ed, because we have listener beef. Chris and Ma- I don't know if this is about the listener beef, but the beef is with there's, this caller. Yeah, there's uh, he, he's got beef with me. Oh, that's right, he's got beef with you, and and for good reason. I'm, I'm mm. in the Chris Chris of Maryland, and he's one of your people, Maryland. Okay, here we go, Chris. Beef the best. Beef the best. Chris in Maryland again. It's been a while. Yeah, I could. Probably using Uber driver right about now. Oh, he's drunk um, again. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this behavior. Or North Air. Um, I just heard some bullshit of like two ball lifestyles ago about Ed. And listen, first he he degrades Paul McCartney. He degrades maybe drinking. He 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 blasts my man Paul. And then he decides he's a fan of Jamie Foxx's? Are you kidding me right now? Jamie Foxx. 
listen, nobody's a fan of Jimmy Fox, or at least nobody I want to be friends with. I used to love, love Ed Daly. He was easy Ed to me. He's in my home. He's my homeboy. We are in the same area, generally, sort of, kind of. I thought he had good taste. You know what? He lost me. He lost me with this Jamie Foxx deal, right? So I'm out on Ed Daly. And don't tell me Jamie Foxx's jokes are funny. They're not. Don't tell me about his two exes. So he gets show he's a guy, not a girl. <sighs> Listen, Ed, I love you. My dear, dear friend, Ed. You're not my dear friend anymore. Wow. Okay. A lot of things going on there in a very long-winded but pointed voicemail from Chris in Maryland who has announced that he is out. He was in on Ed Daly. He was easy Ed to him. He felt a kinship, a bond. But Ed came out and admitted his love for Jamie Foxx and Chris who has been drunk and driving a vehicle every time he's called the show. We don't uh, endorse that. We absolutely do Uber. not. Yeah, get an Uber, Chris. Um, he, he is out on you. What are your thoughts on that, Ed? Well, you ever – you ever? I shouldn't ask. Everybody's been around. The drunk person that thinks they're really onto something <laughs> and they go on and on about some point that they've got and you're just not seeing it, that's, that's where we're at right now. I, I stand by my comments. Wow. I've enjoyed the career of Jamie Foxx. He's not like, you know, it's not like I have a Jamie Foxx measure up poster on my wall. I mean, it sounds like you do. A, a fat head? I t- yeah, a fat head, right. I mean, if you did um, have a Jamie Foxx measure up poster, I you're, you're six movie, feet tall. I even like the movie Booty Call. I even like the movie Booty Call. Oh, no, you did it. Oh, yes, it was great. <laughs> even that crummy Will Smith Ali movie, he was great in it. Oh, my God. Uh, that, that Tom Cruise murderer movie where he had like bleached hair. Jamie right. Foxx was good in it. 48 he's, hours, he's, no. He's, he's had a good career. And, like, whatever. If we're, we're, I don't really follow Jamie Foxx in the tabloids. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about him. Right. I just know that I've liked a lot of his career. Now, I, I know you love Tarantino, and Jamie Foxx was in that, was in Django, and you loved him in that. You, I assume you know that that part was originally offered to Will yeah. Smith and he turned it down and right. Will Smith we all recognize as being one of the absolute worst people would you be all in on Will Smith had he no. taken a star turn in Django I can tell you this Jamie Foxx has never pushed his kids on me Jamie Foxx <laughs> has true. never bragged about how great a daddy is and his family right. and in my face like I, I avoid all like tabloid stuff he does sing don't. he does I, sing at you and play the piano and he's terrible at it. Yes. And I don't I don't know much about Jamie Foxx in the same way because he's not jammed down my throat like Will Smith. That's true. And uh, I I I think Will Smith is is overrated in many aspects. Absolutely. But and he was dumb enough to turn down that role, which was a great meaty part, so he could be in that shitty uh, apocalyptic movie with his son. And his his movies are all bombing now. Yeah. He, he used but, to be he used to be box office gold. As much as I'm not a fan, uh, if he were in Django, if any director could do something with him to make him interesting, not, I'm mm-hmm. not saying I would like him overall, mm-hmm. but I, Tarantino, Tarantino writes better than anyone. He's a great writer. I agree with that. I like his movies. So, 
maybe he he maybe he could be good for a movie, but he chose to be in more shitty movies I, and good. Yes. I'm glad that he turned yes. it down. F Will Smith. Um well, okay. Uh, hopefully you and Chris Chris hopefully Chris got where he was going safely and yeah. hopefully and, the- and Uber buddy. Come yeah. on, it's not good. You're very fucked up. You said bad Sound, things about me. You have to be that, fucked up. Of course, up. yeah. No, no sober person would do that. Uh, yeah, hopefully you guys can work it out because you guys have that Maryland bond. Uh, okay, we got an email. This guy hates Amy Schumer for some, and he wants to tell us about it. What up, Beckner, Daily, and Fancy Sauce? Keep up the great work. Been a fan since T-Raj had his show here in H-Town, Texas. He's referencing Travis Rogers now, which is still on as far as I know in afternoons for two hours in you know, fifteen sixty the game in Texas. I mean that's however that's why everyone that listens to this show is from Texas because they know me from that show which is on in Texas. So just turn it when you're in a car at like from like one wait, he's on here at ten ten wait, nine eleven, ten, eleven. It's on from eleven to one. In Texas, middays. He's got middays. I uh, think a new segment should just be having you do time zone math. That was hard. That was super hard. Well, there's <laughs> only awesome. there's only two time zones as far as I know. Exactly. The one I'm exactly. in and the one you're in. There's yeah, only exactly. the rest is just the middle. Right. Inconsequential. Uh, oh, okay. The show with Trav and Jay Stew on the Karate Kid was fucking epic. Yeah, it was also like ten episodes ago. More. Yeah, we've been doing great shit since then. I'm, I've been me- meaning to say that. Chris and Marilyn was like, oh, I was just listening to a couple episodes ago. Whoa, what, what, what why are you behind? What are you doing? Yeah. Yes, where you been? We do this every week. Uh, hold on, I got a cough. <clears throat> Bit of a head cold. I'm emailing to hear your take on this country's disgusting fucking fascination over exposure of that fucking ugly chipmunk-faced Amy Schumer. I love a full-figured skank as the... As... I think he means as much as the next man, but goddamn, she is not the least bit funny. I will give a full week's pay to see her punch directly in the mouth. Whoa. What's your take on this horridly ridiculous cow, Dave in Houston? Um, well, I, I'm not I'm not familiar with her comedy, but I don't think that the way she looks should have that you don't find her attractive. Like, do you find Louis C.K. attractive? Like, is he? Do you want to have sex with him? Because he's pretty yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, uh, I'm not familiar with the comedy of Amy Schumer, but I don't think we should. Uh, I don't think anybody should want to punch her in the face. She's a girl. I'm, um, I'm familiar with her comedy to the point where okay. she's been on some talk shows like yeah. Letterman and uh, Stern. Yeah, and she is. I think she's similar to Chelsea Handler in that they try to be real outrageous yes. and real like, That's not oh a, yeah, not a fan I'm gonna talk like a filthy dude. Like, yeah. it's like they're like female Andrew Dice Clay yeah. kind of trying to shock people when it's not that shocking. You know, it's, that's, it's, a, it's, that, that's a hard line to walk. Like um, Sarah Silverman has, but, she's, she's very outrageous, but she's, she's absurd at the same time. It, she's it's, absurd and she's very intelligent. She makes inappropriate comments yes. that shine light, shine yes. a light on like more important issues. She Correct. does that where these, these chicks just, just like, say it to say they just it. say, oh, yeah. man, you know, I don't, you know, like they'll say, yeah. you know, I, I, I was banging this dude and, and like, that's yeah. part of the punchline. It's yeah. like, all right, well, just cause you're saying you're banging a dude, like, that's I don't, I don't care. I get it. Like, yeah. yeah. 
doesn't register. Yeah, I don't. I'll take your word for it. I, I um, tend to side with or agree with uh, your taste, Ed. Uh, but let's not let's not call her names or anything like well, that. What do we Dave. need to punch her for? Yeah, we just we could just choose not to like her. You're allowed not to like her, and I don't. I don't believe her. that there's an obsession with her because I don't. I've never heard anybody bring her up until Dave just did right now. <laughs> so uh, maybe he's obsessed with. Yeah, her. exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, here's another one. This is from our old friend Ish, and he's he's having a go at our earlier caller, drunk Chris of Maryland. Uh, from Ish, I'm getting I'm enjoying getting caught up on past episodes of the Baller Lifestyle. One. Yeah, caught what, up. What is going on here? I thought What's, he was a super fan. What, yeah, why would you? Yeah, I thought he was our number one fan. One of you know who you know who doesn't need to get catch up? Not Danton Holden. Not Danton Holden, whose <laughs> name is on it. He's on it, and his name is actually Danton Holden. Yeah. So why is he called not Danton Holden when his name is – that is his name. Yeah, that's a conundrum. It should be not, not. Anyway, I'm enjoying getting caught up on past episodes of The Baller Lifestyle. Bad guy. I could be wrong, but on episode 59, I thought I heard Chris in Maryland say he has a problem with banners referencing <laughs> someone in Memphis. Um Ish did ma- has made us banners before that we've used on the Facebook page. Two questions. One, other than me, how many fans of the Baller Lifestyle podcast do you know who are from Memphis? I, I, don't, I would say zero. B, what are your thoughts on my toupee on the banner I made? He made us – it was a little off-putting, I'll be honest. He made us a banner. Ish is a regally bald man, but he had a little like flop of hair on the top. Um, that was a that was a little unnerving. Uh, but what's what's going on here? We have we have a big brawl between two guys that are five to six episodes behind on our show, Ed. Yeah, that's that's the problem when people are making banners for us can't even keep current. Absolutely, like you guys. Before I can take a side in this argument, I need you guys to fucking catch up on the show, like not Danton Holden. Here, here's what when when this argument, I'm still unclear what where the the, the conflict came from i'm fine and i'm 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 pleased when anyone is trying to enhance our show so absolutely i thank you ish but please don't i don't want to see two big pictures that was creepy yeah yeah that was a little bit creepy but and but the fact that he's making something for the show i i, I have no problem with that i that's, mean he's making cool. he's making that's something cool. for the show but he's putting himself in it uh oh Oh, he, oh, he, I was thinking he made the original banner. No, no he just, he yeah. just did one with him. Yeah. yeah. He's right, just, he just does them with his, creepy. yeah, that's with creepy. his like super fan yeah. status in there. So, okay. Yeah. And one more, this is, this is an important one. Uh, this is a important discussion here. Brian and Ed, as a listener since episode one, who only has one criticism of the show, the transition music played between segments is horrible. Oh, okay. I'll do the best. You know, I got, I got to find free music out there. I actually, I kind of dig it. Like. One of them sounds like uh, '80s video games. Yeah, that's one, one of them. I... Sounds one of them sounds like the uh, you know the Tarantino surf music. Yeah, that's that's the that's the music that plays us in and out. We have a yeah, we have I surf like that. guitar uh, that plays us in and out, and that's the theme music of the show that I love. Uh, but yeah. we I do use like the sort of like electronic sort of stuff in between segments. It wakes people up. Like it's you know people get lulled. They just hear somebody talking for a long time. It's a the little radio mm. trick. Michelle, Michelle told me to compliment you on that, and I just thought you had been getting too many compliments, so oh. I, I opted not to. Talk I appreciate about that. that. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, uh, so, well, that's the you know I'm, I'm going to find more music here's, to use. But here's here's what we can do. What we can ask him to suggest. 
Yeah. If he's got something better, yeah, send it in. Yeah, you got it. You have. I need rights free music though because I don't want Van Halen to hear our fucking show. They have software that searches the internet now for make their songs. Your, make your own song. Do well, calm down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. People could make us songs. I would be sure. way into that. I've, you record. Chris in Maryland is a musician. Uh, if you're a musician and you want to make us songs, we will play them on the air. Just don't make them as long as your voicemails. Uh, I want to thank you. Both and fancy for the work you do in creating a show that brings me joy and entertainment. I like this guy. However, yeah, so. I, I, ha- I have a question about sports. So, of course, I turn to the sports show of record, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. He's smart. He's smart. Having attend- attended one of the most often mentioned universities of your podcast, I speak of the Harvard of the Midwest, the University <laughs> of Minnesota. Gophers. I am a- I am a devoted Gopher fan, and before you try to diminish the University of Minnesota, first know that we invented cheerleaders, so without us, the world would be without one of the major categories of porn. That's a, actually a great I, point. The porn part is one thing, but like, I, I'm not, I, I don't need cheerleaders. Like, If there were no cheerleaders at a college football game, mm. they just focus on hot girls in the crowd. You ever seen those Oregon Ducks like, song yeah, leaders? Yeah, there's some good ones, but I I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me, but I hate seeing male cheerleaders. I hate it. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I do like cheerleader porn, though, so I'll give him that. I, I, I do like cheerleader porn. Okay, good. Uh, however, my brother and his wife attended the, the hated University of Wisconsin. My brother's wife is a big Wisconsin fan who believes that they are the greatest school ever. Is it wrong for me to have rooted for Duke to beat Wisconsin because they are Minnesota's arch rival, but also and primarily because I wanted to see her shut up about her school? I hate Duke as well, but in this metaphorical matchup, I feel like I am picking Stalin over Hitler with Duke being Stalin. Thank you. That's from at Super Lee 5. Um, Ed, your thoughts? It's it's a hell of a conundrum, and it's a tough spot to be in. Listen, there are there are so many reasons why I would side with Lee. Um, there's nothing more annoying than a mouthy sister-in-law, and agreed, and somebody that's like annoying into sports when you're thinking in your head like they don't even give a shit. Like no. I know way more than them, yes. and they're just being mouthy yeah. for being mouthy. I get all that. A, a, a mouthy sister-in-law is like a mouthy uh, mother-in-law light, but but now, like younger with more energy. My sister-in-law doesn't give a shit about sports, but I do have like friends' wives. Yes, like I, I know what like, you're talking about. Oh, I went to Michigan, so I'm like really mouthy, even though I can't name anyone. I don't aside know the from players. Charles Woodson, right? You know, yeah. But all of these rules, I would side side with them, except for one thing: they're playing Duke. Yeah. You know, it's like you're you're dealing with an STD versus full blown AIDS, and right, like right, that's Duke, a that's a great analogy, Ed. Duke is full blown AIDS. You yes. can never cheer for it. That's <laughs> Duke is full blown AIDS. I will sigh. I don't. I could go either way on that. Duke sucks, but I don't hate him that much. Um, I, sisters in law are can be pretty annoying, uh, but I'm going to side with Ed here. Duke is full blown AIDS, and so you can never root for them under any circumstance. Um, although, did you see 60 Minutes last week with the former Duke lacrosse coach, Ed? Uh, it's on the DVR. Oh my god, you got to watch it, Ed. It, it is. I'll, I'll be honest, got a little dusty mm. in my living room when that was on. My allergies kicked in. Uh oh. Oh, it was. It was a Heart tough. Strings? Yeah, there's a lot of talk about loyalty and doing what's right and standing up when uh, 
people tell you not to stand up and uh, <clears throat> got a little dusty. Little dusty. Uh, he's a, he's I can't remember his name. Is how much of a douche I am, but uh, yeah, former Duke lacrosse coach who's now the coach at Bryant College in Rhode Island. Um, good dude. Uh, okay, Ed, what's going on in the world of sports? Let's hit some sports topics. All right, former Miami Hurricane Philip Buchanan was drafted number 17 in the 2002 draft by the Oakland Raiders. Buchanan went on to play for the Texans, Bucks, Lions, and Redskins before retiring four years ago. In a recent book about personal finance, he discussed some of the hard lessons he learned over the course of his career. The big takeaway is that he is an awful family and friends. <laughs> Here's an excerpt. Soon after the draft, my mom told me I owed her a million dollars for raising me for the past 18 years. My mother said that my debt to her was a million dollars before, but this time she was more serious than ever. If you do the math, one million dollars divided by 18 years of raising me was approximately $55,555 a year in restitution. Except at age 17, I decided to move out of my mom's house, choosing to live with a close friend and his father because I no longer felt secure in my own home. Why, you ask? Because my mother let people come in and out of our house and take what they wanted. So technically, even if we went by her logic, I only owed her $944,444 for her services over 17 years. Brian, where does Philip Buchanan's mom rank in the following list? Livia Soprano, Brianna Barksdale, Dina Lohan, and Betty Draper. Philip Buchanan's mom does not fuck around. And you know you had a shitty parent if they're expecting to be like paid back for doing what they fucking chose to do for, in the first for place. Doing the, yeah, for being parents? For doing exactly yeah, like what parents are supposed Philip to Philip Buchanan didn't ask to be born, mom. Like you have a kid, you raise the fucking kid. And also, right. like if your kid leaves the house when he's 17 because all your shithead friends are coming in and stealing his shit – you have failed as a fucking parent, and I hope. And I read the story, and he ended up buying her a house or something. Yeah, um, he gave her. He gave her. She said, "No, I don't want a house. I'll take fifteen grand." He gave her that. Then she immediately came back for more. Like she's she's horrendous. <laughs> and if she was just a good mom, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to take care of their mom if they loved her? Where on what? Like maybe in Detroit. Where is fifteen grand more than a house? <laughs> Uh, well, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I like this though. I like that he's written this book and I think like lots of athletes should read it. Like there should be more of these stories because as soon as you come into a lot of money, people come out of the woodwork. And I have always said that if I come into a lot of money randomly, I'm getting all new friends. <laughs> That's a great move. Yeah, exactly. That's a great move. He, I mean, good for him because it sounds like the way it talks about him that he was smart enough to pocket. I mean, played in the NFL for – for 10 years yeah. or nine, nine years. Yeah. Uh, good, good for him. Yeah. Good DB. And uh, yeah, this is an important book. I'm glad he wrote it. Uh, okay. Next story. Republic of Georgia chess champion and grandmaster Gaios Nigaldizi has been thrown out of the Dubai open chess tournament after he was caught cheating. Uh, Nigaldizi was found to have been checking moves on a phone hidden in the bathroom. Officials checked the stall to which Nigaldizi kept returning and found a phone hidden under toilet paper. It was running a chess analysis app. Nagaldizi denied ownership of the phone, uh, but it was logged into a social network under his name. Oof. Players f found guilty of cheating, face a three-year suspension from all sanctioned tournaments, repeat 
offenders face a 15-year suspension. Brian, what's more embarrassing, that the Republic of Georgia gets one international story that has nothing to do with war and it's about chess cheating? Or the state of Georgia is the home state of Ryan Seacrest? I got, I got a little confused because I'm like, that doesn't... Well, that name doesn't sound like he's from the Atlanta area, like yeah. Republic the Republic of Georgia. Of Georgia. Uh, I have a question, Ed. If yeah. there are apps that can do chess better than grandmasters, why do we still have chess? Yeah, what's the point? Like, well, I don't know. As soon as there is an app for a thing, so long thing. Yeah, and if he's this dumb, yeah. he could have he played this a different way. Right. Like, if he was going to cheat. Like, would it have killed him to also hide, like, a little Hershey bar and, like, smear a little on his hand be like, sorry, shit is just, you know, I'm just, I'm a leaky faucet. Really nervous. Yes. I'm real nervous. Like, he didn't, he didn't try to cover up and then he's using a phone with a, logged into a social network under his name. He's shitty Very sloppy. Like, he probably is going to lose the tournament. I don't know what, I don't know what qualifies as a grandmaster, but, like, he's probably the shittiest grandmaster. Yeah, like, how'd he get so, so good at chess being that dumb? Also, toilet paper in Dubai. Like, that's yeah, pretty I shocking. I thought you wiped with your left hand and, right. and, uh, and ate with your right. Yeah, hose and a hole in the floor. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was pretty shocked by that. Okay, next story, Ed. Former NFL safety Darren Sharper is set to serve a nine-year prison sentence after ple- pleading guilty to sexual assault charges that were brought against him earlier this year. In addition to the prison time, Sharper will spend the rest of his life on probation, which will include being subjected to a penile plethmograph test, which is sort of like a polygraph for your penis. Uh, You basically get something hooked up to your penis that measures how aroused you are and are shown a series of stimulating images. The test is used to see whether a supervised release sex offender is at an increased risk of reoffending. Brian, did Darren Sharper get arrested on the set of A Clockwork Orange? Um, this is really like that can't be that can't be medically sound. Of all, of course not. Like, like what is that? You could show me the thing that like you could find the thing, the kind of porno that I love the most. But if you've got a monitor attached to my dong at the time you're showing it to me, and I know you're testing me, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be able to get aroused at that moment. Right and what what images are they showing? He's got the Bill Cosby problem, right? He puts women yeah, he likes, to sleep. Yeah, sleeping chicks. So they're just going to show him like lots of sleeping pictures. Yeah, um, yeah. And what what's the point? Of course, people are still going to get aroused. Like if you get aroused, can they put you back in prison? No. Like what? There's not even any reason for this. How about you just keep them locked away? Like don't do a deal where the guy's looking at a hundred years in prison and he gets nine. Like how is that the the meeting point that they got to that where where right. he's got charges? He's a, he's a bad bad man. Super like, bad guy. I'm fine for him having these ridiculous apparatuses. Yes. But like, but at the same time, like he's he's a terrible dude. He's yeah. he's Bill Cosby. There's, he's had like yeah. He's convicted of being what Bill Cosby is accused of. I feel like the combination of rape, um, notoriety, and creative facial hair is gonna get give this guy a really bad time in prison. And I I could really see the possibility of a Dahmer situation. That. That's I guess that's the hope. Yeah, maybe he could, he's a terrible dude. With with any luck, we're rooting penile monitors aside, we're rooting for, for the broomstick. Yeah, death by clubbing in the laundry room.
Uh, okay, Ed, to, to, to more exciting, more interesting, more uplifting news. Yes. Some guy took his wife to televised divorce court to accuse her of fucking the entire Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> um, here's a quote from the story. <laughs> well, he go, he goes on the show and basically calls her out. Says they were at a they were at a Wu Tang concert. She was able to get backstage, and um, I guess they you know or he wasn't with her, but she was able to get backstage and didn't come home till like seven o'clock in the morning. Said she was back um, just talking and quote politicking with the guys from the Wu Tang Clan. Back. That's, that's what they called that's what she said uh, hold on i'll read you the quote this is her story basically what happened is i met wu-tang i got on their tour bus i went back to the hotel and i was just hanging out all night and it was amazing i mean we were not doing anything but talking politicking we were talking about politics i lost track of time and i didn't really look at the time and all of a sudden i look at my clock and it's seven in the morning and i was like I got to get out of here. And I jump in a taxi and I went home immediately. And as soon as I get home, I get approached by Nate. That's the husband. And he starts accusing me of sleeping with them all. I think that's a good accusation there. Um, Ed, by my count, there are nine current members of the Wu-Tang Clan. Right. And I can't imagine that all nine of them are into annoying white chicks, especially after Raekwon, U-God, and Inspector Deck have all finished up. The over-under is three because something obviously happened. How many Wu-Tang members did she service that night? I'm taking the over because, I mean, think about it. If she's banging you, God, she could be dreaming of ODB, yeah, like one of the true. more famous ones. Right. Uh, but I think it's, you know, it's irresponsible for them to write the story and not at least indicate what the assumption is, what order. You know, I'd like to know because – who she fucks is is a good idea of the pecking order. That's like, does oh, that's true. Yeah. Riz, is Rizza because he's the head of the group, or Method Man because he's probably the most successful of the group? Right. I think I feel like Rizza. Although Rizza has, he's, he's yeah, Rizza, smart Rizza's one. evolved. He's yeah. he's scoring movies. He's doing stuff. Also, but like Jizza, Ghostface, he's like the genius. Yeah. So he's not. I don't. I think he's out too. And Method Man, too but famous. Go, go Ghostface, on. Ghostface Killer, and Raekwon, they're in there. Yeah, they're, they're, they so. had. Ghostface kill a little more successful, but but right. like, did she fuck? Yeah, like you said, like did she fuck Capadonna? Yeah, that, that's probably not a good move. Yes. That doesn't do anything for your career. She, I, I think we can all be assured I, though that she definitely did something with someone. You don't, they don't bring broads back to the hotel to politic all night. I got to tell you, I, I've I've been to a Wu Tang concert yeah. and uh, it was disappointing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I went, it was December 23rd, and these guys are like, man, we gotta we gotta go do some Christmas shopping. Like, they put on a medley of all their songs. Like, they were done in 38 minutes. Are you so. serious? Yeah, they just, like, kind of blended all the songs together, and, like, Method Man was the only guy who's trying. Like, he right. did the full version of M-E-T-H-O-D, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He did that, but, like, everybody else was just, like, do, like, a verse and a half, and then they just, like, kind of walked off stage, and there were, like, 70 hype men on stage who weren't even sure what was going on. And it's awesome. Like, What's happening? And then all of a sudden, they're like, peace out, and they dropped, they dropped their mics, and it was like, wait a second. Like, what, what happened? I haven't even finished my first beer. What the fuck happened? And they were gone. <laughs> That's so good. And uh, I also have an yes. experience with a person, a woman I was with leaving yes. Yes. to go backstage with the band. Oh, let's hear. Uh, 
it was a group, it was a ton of group, uh, uh, maybe a group of 10 of us. Uh, we were studying abroad in London. We went to a Cypress Hill show and the women of our group all went backstage and we were left, we were left holding the bag. And the rap was like, they went back and they're like, all right, we're going to smoke with Cypress Hill. And they were like, yeah, yeah they're like, eh, not tonight. You know, we got, we got, we got to fly to Germany tomorrow morning. Right. Like they're all lame. And it was yeah. like, nothing happened. They were, they said they were, they were all boring. Oh, uh, you know? that's the most depressing story. Yeah. Super boring. So maybe, maybe she's telling the truth. Maybe they were just, you know, just hanging out. Um, yeah, I doubt that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ed, from, from Wu-Tang to Bull Seaman, uh, $70,000 in Bull Seaman stolen, Ed. Oof. The loss is estimated in the tens of thousands of dollars, but it's what was stolen that makes this theft report unusually. Quote, we had one of our rural farmers report the theft of Bull Seaman, said, explained Mower County Sheriff's Department Chief Deputy Mark May. The theft occurred from an unlocked barn. Oh, you, oh, rookie mistake. You always lock up your bull cum. That's a, I, I can remember my Come grandma on. telling me that when I was a kid. That's right. Uh, grandma a, always told me two things. Yes. Never trust a beer. Never trust a fart after six beers, and always lock up your jizz locker. <laughs> words to live by. Sage wisdom. <laughs> Uh, a lot of these farmers these days use artificial insemination to increase genetic diversity within their herds. Um, this semen was frozen in a canister, kind of like a milk jug. Oh, I hope they didn't Ooh, throw it in gross. the fridge next to the milk. No, no. Like like that like that time, uh, what's it, Munson? <laughs> Munson <laughs> That's right. milked the cow. We don't, we don't have any cows. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, so good. Ed, um... Who possesses, at this point, who possesses a bigger semen stockpile? The person that robbed this bullcum stash or the broad from the last story that banged the entire Wu-Tang clan? <laughs> oh, definitely the Wu-Tang girl. She's got, <laughs> yes. she's got a gallon worth of, uh, of uh, 36 chambers in her. <laughs> For sure. Um, <laughs> but I do wonder, like, what – genuine curiosity, what is – that that amount what's the 70 grand worth of semen like is that like a gallon of semen yeah well they said it was like a milk canister but i think it could be like one of those old-timey ones like they use on the farm like that looks kind of like a milk bottles yes yeah like that like full but but like i i always wonder and certainly for horses the stud fees are enormous like i don't see why it's so hard i mean animals if there's one yeah. thing we know about animals they love fucking that's all they do they eat, you go to the they zoo and they, they just fuck. They, yeah they fuck like can't you just line them up like how yeah. why is it so hard is, i don't know i think that just the owners are withholding to make to make the supply and demand thing get out of like the like opec it's like the bull come opec <laughs> bs opec i would love to see the caper planning where they're like drawing di- diagrams of the farm and everything and like the guy's like, all right, yeah. Steve, you get the milk jug for, uh, full of semen. I'm gonna drive the getaway car. It's it's like Breaking Bad when they have to like steal yeah. the stuff to make the meth. Except it's right. cum. It's a big <laughs> jug of bovine cum. try to explain this um this week ed renowned husband murderer and front from what i can tell pretty average arizonan <laughs> J- J- jody arias 
dodged the rope thrown over a tree limb or makeshift gallows or however the backwoods of Arizona doles out its brand of desert justice. (laughs) When she was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the murder slash mercy killing of her husband slash boyfriend. And this is big news in an unrelated story. The celebrity cruises ship infinity limped into port in San Diego this week heavily laden with a cargo of 2,117 souls and at least four times that much shit and vomit after an outbreak of norovirus. Oh, no. It's just the same story over and over again with these fucking cruises. It's true. So, Ed, I think this begs for a game of million-dollar baller battle. I can't even say it. Million-dollar baller battle. For a million dollars, would you rather be stuck for 14 days on a ship filled with nothing but vomiting and shitting near-death norovirus sufferers, or be stuck on a ship for 14 days in a cabin with Jody Arias? To me, this one isn't isn't actually that close. Okay. I would definitely go with Jody Arias because, because Look, there's no escaping that ship. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, you wouldn't sleep so easy with Jody, but the pictures I saw of of her uh, departed husband. Yeah, yeah. He wore a lot of of obnoxious sweaters. That's true. So (laughs) I could see being a little bit pissed off by that guy just looking at him. And the type of guy that wears those sweaters is the type of guy you want to murder. So it's true. I'm going to bank on, not that I've got some winning personality, but I'm not that guy. Right, right. Whereas, you know, two weeks on a cruise, yeah. like, I don't, I don't know how you enjoy vacations again. I don't know how you like enjoy life again, because you're just thinking every night you close your eyes and you're just thinking about vomiting like you get you get you. you get your million dollars but the ptsd is so bad yeah it's you, not it's not worth that money you can't recover from this no, well that's you you blow that in in therapy in a year and a half i, I can see that unfortunately ed you're wrong on this one um oh. the, the on the list of cruise eventualities what do we know that's on there <laughs> contraction of unknown illness contraction of known illness Murder by spouse and number four, murder by stranger. If you are in, you've just <laughs> ramped up one of one. There's also, of course, and ro- rogue forced wave, di- forced, forced dinner with the captain, right? Gluttony that, that falls under gluttony. gluttony. All, one of those six things is for sure going to happen to you on a ship. But if you put yourself in a cabin with a fucking murderer, <laughs> you're for, you you've just ramped up the possibilities of that one thing becoming guaranteed. So Jody I'm banking, Arias, I'm banking on it being a motivated killing that she had reason. Right. I get it. I get it. The sweaters. Yeah. The sweater sweaters. defense. Yeah. Uh, I, I would take the vomit, the shitting, the vomiting. I, you know, I recently went to Mexico. <laughs> I have you know some, about vomiting and shitting. Yes, I have some experience with this. Um, I would take that and just just hole up in my cabin till to, and and wore it out. Uh, okay, so Ed, here's another one. 
Recently, a woman in South Carolina was arrested for the stabbing of her roommate for refusing to stop playing the universally offensive music of the 1970s California country rock shitbags, the Eagles. <laughs> and just this week, boring, androgynous Floridian shock rocker Brian Warner, <laughs> a.k.a. Marilyn Manson, was punched in the face in a Canadian Denny's. Whoa. Which begs the question, for a million dollars, who do you like in a CrossFit Games battle? The five members of the Eagles or Marilyn Manson. How old are the Eagles now? They're old. They're mad old. Let's say, let's say this one. We're, we'll, we'll come back to this one next week and let's okay. let's put it out to the listeners. Listeners, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Who do you like? For a million dollars, you get to, to wager a million dollars on all five members of the Eagles versus the versus Marilyn Manson in a CrossFit competition. Who do you like in that one? Email us your answers, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Or, or if you're shitty at typing, just leave a voicemail. That too, yeah. 949-464-TBLS. Uh, okay, Ed, great job on everything. A lot happening on the show. A lot of listener interaction. A lot of, we had calls. We had voice or emails. A lot of good stories. Um, but let's get into what is happening in the world of pop culture. Of course, of course, every week we are joined by our very own baller li- lifestyle pop culture correspondent. Her name is Fancy Sauce. The segment is Fancy Pop. She joins us now. How you doing, Fancy Sauce? Hey guys, I'm good. Hey Kate, how's, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. All sorts of good talk. We got into some sports. Yeah. We had we had a um, very a sort of misogynistic email that I'm happy that you were able to avoid. Yeah. Um, that would not have been your favorite thing. Uh, but we're, that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to take that shrapnel. Um, speaking of misogynistic emails, I got um, some hate mail this week that really made me laugh. Um, some guy who sounds like a pretty chill dude who's probably into comedians like Ari Shafir. So I'm dedicating my segment to you, Jack Coakley. You big baby. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> we all, like, you haven't, like, Ed's got a hater now. Who's, who was oh, I'm his, pumped who was to his, have a hater. Who was his lover, um, oh, Kristen Maryland. I'm is, coat. What happened? I don't know how you feel this. I, I don't want haters. Is not, oh, no, you want haters. No, trust me. Trust me. I, I have lots and lots of haters. As you know, I'm a nationally syndicated radio personality, <laughs> and I have millions of haters You're not all doing over it the country. Right if you don't have fans you and want, haters. You, trust me. If people hate you, you're doing something right. That's so right. Good, good job, Fancy Sauce. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Cool. We bring you on to talk about everything That's in the right. world of pop culture. We want to know I, what the fuck in. is going on. Tell us, well, what is happening? First of all, are you guys pumped about all the HBO shows that premiered this week? We got Game of Thrones and Silicon Valley and also Mad Men on AMC. Ed, Ed is fired up about Mad Men. Ed, where, where are you I'm at? I'm a huge Mad I'm, Men I'm, fan. I'm, I'm, I'm caught up on all four shows that you mentioned. If that if that waitress shows back up, I'm going to be super annoyed. I need... <laughs> I need Bummer <laughs> McGee. Yes, I need Don to... Hey. She's a real down. Ah. Hey, why the long face, toots? What, what's right. going on with her? Yeah, and he... And he ran into Linda Cardellini in the um, in the elevator again, mm-hmm. and like Don, get back in that. Like she's still into it, she's, you know. Like know. she's she fetching. Cut it off, didn't she? Well, no. Um, what's the daughter? Betty Draper oh, walked right. in on no, her Sally. on her getting Sally. Sally that's right. Sally, Sally Draper Sally. walked in on her getting slayed by a, her dad. Uh, 
but which is not like the best childhood yeah, memory you can that's, probably that's, have. That's going to be jarring, but uh, <laughs> I'm 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 not a fan of introducing this character, especially a no. bummer of a character. With like we've got we've got what five episodes, six yeah. episodes to work. We've got things to wrap and now we've up. got big storylines with Debbie right. Downer. Yeah. I'm, no thanks. Meanwhile, no thanks. meanwhile. Uh, Roger Sterling's giving Meg, Megan's mom fucking rides on his oh, new mustache. Ju- Julia and, Ormond. Yeah, Julia Ormond. Um, I'm like, I want to know what's more what's going on with this. Like, this right. is what I'm interested in. Let's yeah. have some fucking fun. They're rich. Like, just like always, he's the star of the two episodes they've he's shown. Great. Yes, he's the fucking man. He, so good. That's, that's all I care about. Uh, and Pete's hairline, which we have not gotten, we we've not gotten near enough of Pete's we, hairline. This we season. need more Pete. That guy is a great character. Well, He's a great like next, asshole. Next episode's yes. going to be more more Pete filled. And well, you can you you can figure out what's happening from those previews. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, yes. we so talked me, about that. It was the shittest preview ever. Yes. Those all of them are. It's just like what he said. What shut the door. Who? Yeah, Why? It's just so a bunch bad. of questions, and then yeah. somebody says, "Shut the door." Yes. Well, no, there's not a lot m- more. It's not a lot easier to understand when you watch the whole episode. Like I don't like they have not propelled the story along. You, you've got we're right. in the middle of the last season. I'm glad and, to be done with Megan. Yeah, yeah. Megan sucked. She was super annoying. He wrote her a million She's dollar check, taking all his furniture. Right. Yeah, Don mm-hmm. apparently has fuck you money. Or she was he, an ungrateful bitch about. About uh, I mean, right. yeah, I he was a shitty husband, but like, I agree. It, she when she considered that her mom had robbed him, and then like, like whatever, yeah, she still was cool with just fucking him over. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Uh, okay, Kate, what uh, what else is happening? And Game of Thrones, I'm into. I'm, I'm I, I gotta guess, be honest. I, find I guess you should have so hard on, to remember. You should have added the first that like that that there's gonna be major spoilers. Oh yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Well, it turns out everyone's like three episodes behind on our show, so fuck off. Yeah, yeah that's uh, true. Um, Game of Thrones, I'm, I'm pretty into. Um, Jon Snow, he's pretty dreamy. I, I find it hard to remember what ha- So many things happen at the end of last season, that. and uh, I get really confused. Yeah, I, just, like, what? I just let it happen. I just, you know, yeah, it's, to it's me, kind I of feel like real, sex. I feel real stupid watching that show because yeah. – I just I can't remember. I yeah, I don't even I don't know. know like my fa- my favorite character, or everybody's favorite character, Dinklage. I don't I don't know if his name is Tywin or Tyrion. I don't. It's Tyrion. I don't know, Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion. I don't know any of these characters. I like I don't remember. Like I know the big chick is Brienne of Tarth. That's like the only yeah, one I, I remember. Her. I always call her from Tar. Yeah. But, I always like Tarth. Yeah, but like I don't know, and so like I'm always relieved when people die. But half the people that like there's a dramatic death scene, I'm like. Well, who are they again? Right. Like, I enjoy the show, but I don't. I I probably am catching like twenty five percent. I just I'm not into like all of you know this family and this. Yeah, you need same, like a cheat sheet. Well, you're not a huge out. fucking nerd, okay? I, I mean, you are about like, some I, things. I enjoy I enjoy the show, but I don't like. I, I, last you're night they had a big like, they had a big like dramatic death scene with some guy and like oh, I don't yeah. I don't yeah really know the, who he is. the leader of the wildlings. Yeah. yeah, right. I don't even yes. know what the wildlings are. I know. Yeah. I only know the actor's name, Syrian Hines. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, he's been in a lot right. of stuff. Yeah, he was. He was in that show Rome on HBO. He played Caesar. He was That's awesome. right. Great yeah. show. Let's let's get off from TV and get into the real yeah, world. Let's get off from TV. This is my favorite story of the week. Justin Bieber was kicked out of um, Coachella on Sunday night after being placed in a chokehold. That's awesome. So, how hard would that be? <laughs> Coachella's like a like a like a Woodstock kind of thing, right? Like a like it's just yeah, hands it's, in a uh, open field kind of thing. Like, yeah, how do you get kicked out? 
Um, well, there's a, there's a, you know, there's a, he, tr- he tried to push there's his a property line. He tried there's to push his way into VIP. So he'd see, well, he showed up at Drake's performance to the VIP, uh. um, to get in. And he was told by security that they were at capacity and he couldn't enter. Um, I would have just he, turned around and walk away. I would have been he, like Drake's goofy. No, he's, he's, yeah. he's the Beebs. And, and yeah. like it, that was yeah. kind of a hot ticket. Like was, everyone was well, watching. Well, it was the last show. So there was, was no other shows Drake. going on. And he wants to have kind of hip hop street cred. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so he told security that he couldn't just be in the crowd because he'd get mobbed by fans. And they were like, no, you got to, you got to leave. Then he was like, wouldn't leave. He's like, I'm personally invited by yeah. Drake. Um, so anyway, I guess some Coachella staffer came up and said she was going to um, escort him inside. She grabbed him by the arm and began walking him. And then a, there was a bait and switch and the um, security came up behind him and grabbed him in a chokehold. I and love that. Him out. I love that. I, somebody should try to get an exclusive interview with her because she's a <laughs> fucking hero. If anybody knows that person, have her contact me mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. I would like to interview her on this He's show. Beebs is having a real whinge about it, considering taking legal action against the security guards, of course. Yeah, for but, kicking him out of some private yeah, property. Yeah, so they told him to leave, yeah. and he, apparently he did. So. Ed, your thoughts? But I have an update. Uh, I forgot to tell you. Like a couple weeks ago, uh, David Arquette called into Stern to talk about that incident you had brought up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And In Vegas, that is 21st. Oh, right. What, what we assumed... Arquette admitted he had probably had about 10 drinks. Um, but he said there, there was – the story was just that he tried to crash a Vegas party. Well, right. he's the, he's, the par- he's one of like five owners of that club. So that's uh, part okay. of it. And mm-hmm. then he walked in to thank Bieber. He said to say like, hey, thanks for doing this. It helps the business or whatever. And Bieber threw a bottle at his head, a uh, bottle cap, bottle bottle cap. He like flipped a bottle it. cap at his head oh, in front of a bunch of people to like embarrass him. Uh-huh. And and, uh, and he said he slapped him in the nuts. Like did like a hey, you know, fuck off. Like, uh, like, like a nut, like a nut like, check. Yeah, like a nut check, but not like a uh-huh. full on fight. Then Bieber's like bodyguards threw him out of the, his own club because technically he wasn't on the invite list, even though he's part owner yeah and then at that point because he was drunk he was enraged and like try to crash in so yes i'm I'm trying to believe the story of a david a drunken david arquette story but it seems somewhat plausible i'm glad to hear both sides of the story that's a great update we got a new uh arquette's a hero sidekick Pop culture reporter at Daily. Nice job. Nice How about scoop. That? Put on my pop yes. culture hat. Scoop. Cub reporter. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? Um, walking disaster that is Tori Spelling was at Benny Hanna's Easter Sunday when oh. she got up to leave and tripped, falling backwards onto a scorching hot hibachi grill, burning her arm badly and had to undergo a skin graft on her arm. How does that even happen? I don't know. This chick spends more time hospitalized than any other celeb that's not battling. It looked like she, I saw a picture. It looked like it was like her upper arm too. It was a weird spot. Yeah, it was. I don't know what happened. Ed, what's going, is this worse than what Ray Pruitt did to her? Well, well, yeah, because she just fell down the steps. I mean, I think she had a, uh, maybe a wrist uh, wrap or something after Ray Pruitt, but yeah. You know, if anybody saw the episode where she was drunk at the prom, like, we got to know how much she had to drink because right. she took a big spill in front of Mrs. Teasley. That's true. That led to the Donna Martin graduate. Yeah, she, al- she almost wasn't going to graduate. Did fall on the grill at Benihana? I don't, because, I don't know. But I'm guessing she had a lot of sake or yeah. something. Yeah. Also, what's, what is, is there anything sadder? Is there a sadder phrase in the English language than Benihana on Easter Sunday? No. 
There's like not. just I, really look, depressing. I've never been there on Easter, but I I do like the hibachi experience. I'm not gonna lie, I'm still per- perennially six years old. Uh, I mean, it's all right because it keeps the kids entertained, That's and you fair. can drink some giant Japanese beers, and it's only like you know fifteen bucks a head, and you can get out of there. So yeah, I'm, it's, I'm I'm I not find totally the food against pretty it. Pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. So anyway, she had a skin graft. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, Kate. What's Thoughts and prayers to Donna yeah. Martin. Season peace. Hopefully Ray Pruitt got what was coming to him for throwing her down the stairs. Do guys- I, I saw an updated thing just real quick about Ray Pruitt. He's and a he firefighter. Said, like, people, people like try to start fights in bars with him because they think he's their character. Yeah. Like it's he's been 20 actor. years and people want to fight him. Yeah, that's so crazy to me. So people are retarded. so stupid. So dumb. Okay, Kate, what else? Uh, do you guys re- remember Misha Barton from the hit TV show The O.C.? I never yes. – I happen to be from The O.C., and you never saw Born the and show? Raised. I never saw one episode. Oh, I, I, watched it a, all. I watched a season of it, but that was one of the shows it's I watched a long the season. Time I was ago, like, right? I don't, I don't like anyone on the show. 2006, yeah, 2005. It's, it's been quite a while. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, it, um, she was the, like that the Peter, star. That Peter Gallagher was on there, Ed. You like him? His eyebrows. Yeah, his, his eyebrows. He's dreamy. Um, anyway, so she's allegedly, um, she she has sued her mother, alleging she stole money that the former star. Yeah. Earned throughout her career and made endorsement deals that also damaged her reputation. Um, and also, the lawsuit also accuses her mom of kicking her out of her multi-million-dollar Beverly Hills home that she purchased with money earned while she was a child actress. Uh, this, so these parents fuck these people up. Yeah, yeah. Philip Buchanan, Ed. This is uh, the hockey player Jack Johnson. He has like a thirty million dollar contract, That's and right. he's bankrupt because his parents fucking bled all of his money off of him. And it sound and Misha Barton, like J- Jack Johnson's going to play another decade in the NHL. Misha Barton is fucking. When was the last time she was in something? She's she's super skinny. She's not attractive. She she fluctuates between. Oh, does she? Yeah, she goes up and down. I remember depending on what substances she's. When she when she was hot though, she like you know like there was Mm -hmm. there was uh, more buzz about her on those tabloids. She was one of these, at least portrayed as one of these, you know divas right like yeah she did herself no favors so her career's over partially just because she sucks also wasn't wasn't bilson on that show yeah yes i mean that's a that's a hard shadow that's a hard shadow to be in right there because she was good bilson's pretty attractive yeah like you don't want to be she's super cute yeah love her you don't don't want to be in the bilson shadow as one of my buddies uh likes to say you know some of these actors that you see are just polite and show up on time like like Bill Pullman, that guy's probably never said a mean word to anyone, and he's always five minutes early. Yeah. And he just and keeps getting work. I was going to say, and he's in stuff all the time. He's great. Right. Yep. So, like, yeah, you, you, you're you an asshole. You Like, you better be phenomenal. Yeah. You exactly. better be, like, yes. otherworldly. You better be, like, Christian Bale or something. Yeah, reputations right. are earned. That's uh, for sure. Okay, Kate, what else? Um, so, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman are apparently warring over their adopted kids, um, clashing over 20 year old son Connor's wild partying, and also how to reconnect with reclusive daughter mm, Bella, 22. You know what they need? They need more auditing. Right. They need <laughs> to be, Connor needs to be brought in for round the clock auditing. Um, so everyone knows they can't stand each other, says a source. Um, the issues are Tom's concerns over DJ Connor's late night. Yes. And Nicole's anxiety over um, lack of contact with Bella. I guess she's become kind of a recluse. I, I, I was thinking about this when I heard the story. I don't think I've ever seen. I know. I'm, you know, I'll crack an Us Weekly. 
I'm not. Oh, you I'm haven't seen pictures of the kids. I've never seen Bella. I've seen that Connor Cruz is black, but he's like half black because his hair kind of has like looser, kind of has a Jerry curl. Yeah. Um, and I've they, seen him. They both live in LA, like, or does N- she live in Australia? No, she lives in. She, oh, oh, she lives in. You're talking Nashville. about Nicole. Yeah, she lives in Nashville with, with Australia's Keith finest Ur- export, Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. That's right. <laughs> I just, I was wondering from like, he's 20, like he's got a ton of dough. Does he live on his own or does he live with a parent? Like what? I think he's no, on his he's own because he, on his own. he DJs. Yeah, he's but then like, partying what's late the, at night. What's the parent? I mean, if you're living yeah, on your own. Yeah, what can you do? Like, what can yeah, you like, do? At this point, yeah. as well, much Tom as I'd Cruise love to see Tom. is a Scientologist control freak and the kids yeah. probably out doing things. Yeah, they need that, to be audited. Yeah, exactly. Audit the fuck out of those kids, Tom. Get David Miscavige. Out there to audit those fuckers. Get your right. money's worth. Right. He's twenty. I mean, it's mm-hmm. over, buddy. Yeah, it's over. He's a DJ. He's it's, he's chasing if, pussy. If you were still in college and living at home, then you'd say it's still part of like the parent game. But no, if you're out what of if, house, what if um, David? They're probably supporting what him if still, though. David Miscavige. Sure. Yeah, I haven't heard Mabel's of. Connor. Well, Miss Cabbage is probably nervous well, about he's probably li- Ken, having loose lips. He's probably labeled them as PTS's potential trouble sources. Or just straight and up SP. They, they could be SPs. And they, it could, they warned she, him Nicole's about that mom. SP. Yeah. They warned him about that mom. Yeah. Nicole is an SP and Tom had to disconnect from her and he might have to disconnect from Connor and Beller yeah. too, even though Beller- is like, you need to deal with them. Beller seems like she's on her own in London. Beller. I'm, I'm living sad about Bella. Something's not right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next story. All right, Jessica Simpson's dad, Papa Joe Simpson. Oh, he's gay. He's a gay man. What? If you yes. have not seen the latest pictures of him Ed, in LA hold on. Fashion Week, hold you need on. to Google it. Ed, are you aware of the fact that um, Joe, Papa Joe Simpson, the, Je- after Jessica, being married to Tina for yeah, thirty-four yeah, years, Jessica Simpson's they got a pastor dad came he out. Pastor. He's a homosexual and has like a twenty-year-old boy toy. Wait, he's he came out. He's gay. Yes. Yeah, really? Joe Simpson's a gay yeah, man. Yeah, a while ago. Love sucking dicks. Um, there's some awesome pictures of him. So he um, at LA Fashion Week. Um, so he showed up to see a performance by model singer um, from the UK, Sam Sarpong. And he was making all kinds of weird faces throughout the performance, like sneers and sticking his tongue what? out and scowls. And he was dressed oh, in like a Oh, if you're sticking shirt. his tongue out, then he's definitely gay. Right? Oh, of course. Um, yes, yes, absolutely. It was, not, it was the kind of like weird facial expressions Agreed. that you Agreed. have no control over. Like yeah. maybe like, Oh, he's on pills. Maybe like he's, pills and Yeah, dudes. he's on pills. Um, at one point, he took a nap in the middle of the show. That's awesome. And then he was also sucking on this huge e-cig. Oh, you know what it was? You know what, it, you know what he's on? <laughs> what? Bath salts. That sounds like bath salts to me. Totally. He smoked a big bowl of bath salts and then went in there with his fucking e-cig. Uh, the pictures are great online. If you want to check what, those what out. Are, what are we looking at pictures of? Um, I Googled jo- them. I don't Joe see Joe Simpson, like LA Fashion Week. Okay. Uh, okay, Kate. Next story. Um, so Gwyneth Paltrow, baller lifestyle fave, has purchased uh, a prime piece of Sunset Strip property from larry flinch she has bought the famous hustler store on sunset boulevard um with plans to put a high-end nightclub in place um so this like it, no it's it's, like, a, it's more like a social club i heard well it's gonna be like soho house it's like high-end nightclub yeah. being like a members only yeah and i heard that place. there's no um like a hundred grand to like join there, type there's of no thing. cursing allowed shut up and there's there's going to be backgammon, but you can't bet on it. She can, she can fuck right off. 
off. She can fuck <laughs> right the fuck off. Who the fuck is she? No, Who's going to join this fucking club? Well, I can't wait to see. Yeah, what fuck fucking... Off. Hey, good fucking point, Ed. What fucking <laughs> fuck decade her. is it? The fucking 20s? Yeah, fuck her. Fuck Goop. We'll see. There's a lot of assholes that'll probably fuck that them. guy. Fuck that guy from Coldplay. <laughs> fuck Gwyneth Paltrow. Fuck her stupid Iron Man movies. Yes. Oh, those are the worst. Fuck her being an Iron Man. Fuck Iron uh, Man. Romeo or whatever that stupid movie that won the Oscar. Fuck that. Oh, yes. Romeo in love. love. Shakespeare in love. Fuck her. Fuck her. Agreed. Uh, what else is going on? Um, last but not least, famed sexter and former To Catch a Predator host Chris Hansen. Oh. Um, is not going to let a lawsuit or scandal or losing all his money wow. get him down. Um, so tomorrow he's going to launch a Kickstarter campaign for a new series that is apparently going to be called Hanson versus Predator. What? So he's trying to raise money to film a pilot or a few episodes and then shop it around to the networks because no one's interested. Well, now you can put, there's, there's so many more networks you can sell it to because of all the online outlets. You can expect to see Hanson versus Predator on your TV in the next year or so. Um, I, I, I haven't yes. watched many of those, but I got to say that it's so satisfying seeing somebody get caught in it's anything. A great show. Like when you see the local news do the gotcha on the, on the yeah. bodega overcharging people. It or is something. satisfying. I like I love that. seeing people get yeah. caught. I love it. Yeah. I like that. It's great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sort of into that. I like those ones where they go where the, well, you know, I like the local news, Ed. I, I like where they do. go when there's nothing wrong with the car and they take it to all different mechanics and they're like, oh, you need a new catalytic <laughs> converter. It's going to be, and then they come and fucking, they, there's, there's uh, cameras inside the car and then they come and confront the fucking Armenian that runs the Jiffy Lube. Like, <laughs> I'm into those. I'm, I'm with I you like on that be, one. I like seeing people get caught. What can I yeah. say? That's uh, my thing. Agreed. I totally agree. Uh, okay. What else, Kate? That's it. That's that's all my that's all my stories this week. Um. Okay. Um. Excellent job, as always, Kate. Thank you. Thank you much. Um. Great. Great stories this week, Ed. Stellar work on your part, as we, always. Fuck we, Gwyneth Paltrow. We killed it, and fuck her. Fuck, fuck her. her rules. Uh, her fucking <laughs> dumb website and her fucking dumb club. Fuck her. Agreed. The sage words from Ed, as always. He's a, he's a, a, a basically a philosopher. Uh, okay. <laughs> to uh, fucking be or to fucking not to be. There you go. It's just exactly just, like that. Exactly what he said. Lots of cursing. For oh, I think pleasure. we have some fancy sex um, questions. Oh yeah, there's a new the, there's a new fancy se- good. Thank you. There's a new fancy sex column on the website, theballerlifestyle.com. <laughs> Remember, if you just like our Facebook page, you'll you'll get a look at everything that we do on the website, including the podcast and any kind of blogging we do at theballerlifestyle.com. So so sign up to like our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Um, Email us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com and voicemail us. Not if you're drunk and driving a vehicle though, Chris. Yeah, Uber, Uber. 949-464-TBLS. Okay, guys. Excellent job this week. Episode 66 in the books for Fancy Sauce. For Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.
credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.